Friday, I went to an interesting bar this last weekend. Okay, was this part of your your trip uh, over to the UK? It was part of my trip to Manchester to visit some friends. So um, two friends of ours, Darren and Becky, were going on a trip to Manchester to visit our other two friends, Luke and Emma, because Darren, uh, because Becky was turning 30, it was her 30th birthday. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, we'll tag along. You guys are going to visit friends of ours as well. We'll go. And so we did. And we went to what I can only describe as, Riley, your idea of hell. You ready for oh this? Dear. Okay. All right. All right. Let me let me let me see if I can have a guess at, at some some of the aspects. So it's 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 a this bar was the idea of hell for me. So, yes. Yes. So already, it doesn't have to be. There has been nothing special about this bar for already there to be huge red flags for me. Uh, it's going to be noisy. Yep. Don't like that. It's going to be crowded. Don't like that. Yeah. It was too crowded. It was a little crowded. Yeah. Okay. Um, so <laughs> most bars already are, are, are fighting pretty low on the list. Yeah, just because of those two things. Yeah. Okay. What's up? What, what's up? What 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 happened next? It was a Christmas themed speakeasy. A Christmas themed. <laughs> Why is it Christmas? What do they do the rest of the year? Why is this? It was the, the spirit Halloween of uh, <laughs> kind of. So uh, Becky booked us like a seating at this place right and it was okay. all you know oh you get a mold wine on entry and they have all these Christmas themed cocktails and stuff and you get here's the real kicker first of all you get a goodie bag no joke alright okay. well I mean that that's done that's that's undone some of the work uh, the, the good work it was doing in making this sound awful to me I do like a goodie bag do you like a minced pie the, I, you know, I was always very disappointed with the mince pie because we, I think we talked about this on the show in in the parts of the world that we're from, which is to say areas mm-hmm. that have been very heavily influenced by the by the, the English, by the British. Mm-hmm. If if I were to say, Dennis, here is a pie, and it's yep. just it's it's the crust, and you don't know what's inside it, you would expect it to be savoury. You would expect Correct, it to be yes. a meat pie, basically. Right? Now, to be fair, Ireland actually doesn't have like we don't have Greggs, for example, so it doesn't have the same sort of like sausage roll pasty culture that the uk does but it is but still a default pie for you isn't an apple pie it's a meat pie correct correct whereas for american listeners a pie is sweet unless it is a meat apple cherry blueberry yada yada yeah so when i when i first bit into a meat oh sorry a minced pie i was expecting a minced pie to be full of minced (laughs) meat exactly and i was like what is like i you know i i like fruit fine don't cook it don't cook fruit don't well if you're going to cook fruit just don't eat it eat it raw don't cook fruit this is going up again in, in Dante Alighieri's estimate of Riley's version of hell because this place had bottomless mince pies. Bottomless <laughs> mince Do you know what I'd be doing? I'd be peeling off the lid and eating that because that's the pastry's quite nice. It's usually got a bit of yeah. like sprinkled like uh, powdered sugar on it and then I'd give someone yeah. else the, the, the body of the pie to eat. So we were um, we were in this – so we were looking for this place, right, because it had on the map. And like, like Spirit Halloween, it's only open two months of the year or whatever. So like the Google Maps pin for it wasn't perfect, right? Mm-mm. And we get to it, and it's this rock bar, like heavy metal kind, like dive bar. Got a weird pinball machine in the corner, and a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of like IPAs and craft beers, which Darren loves and I hate. Which mm. Darren affectionately refers to as ah, lovely smelly beers. And I'm like, yeah, I guess that's accurate. They smell I terrible. Was, I was reading a thing you like you because obviously the people who like IPAs who are really into that sort of stuff, craft beers, they get mm. very touchy about it. What do you oh, say? Yeah. What do you say an IPA is? There's oh, there's a like, basically anything that is incorrect, right? Because it doesn't stand for Indian Pale Ale. It does, yeah, yeah. And so you say you you say other stuff like it's a, oh, you're like oh, this is an IPA, and you're like, well, no, actually, this is just this. It's a craft microbrew, but it's not technically an IPA because it doesn't have enough hops. That kind of thing. Or not even that. You just make up what IPA could stand for. It's like an independently oh, produced ale. I oh, I love yeah. IPAs. Yeah, independently produced ales from 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 microbreweries. I love an IPA. Like that sort of thing. 
very much I, independent independent honestly independently produced ale makes more sense than, than an indian pale ale. Yeah, yeah yeah so we get in there and it's like it's not dirty but it's got that kind of like dive bar feel to it sticky floors and then yeah and then well, all bars have sticky floors but then becky's like this there's no way this is the right place and then, and then this big muscly dude in like a staff shirt with a tray of empty glass goes you guys looking for the christmas bar <laughs> and we're like yeah and he takes us behind the bar and opens this door and it's uh, behind that door it's like red brick fairy lights christmas trees and we're like what the hell why is this down here so this is like in an alternate dimension where the instead of prohibition banning booze it banned, yeah. it banned christmas instead yeah this, this is, is the a- world this is the world that all those christian moms on facebook in america are afraid of yes christmas has been made illegal and yes. now you have to yes. go, go into the back of this like we, we, we to get there we had to go through a, what i can only describe as a sludge alley we had to go through an alley that was the full of cardboard of boxes. Yeah, it was full of cardboard boxes and it had been raining. So it was just mush. Oh, dear. Just a sludge eye, but Riley, Christmas was, Christmas was at the end of the rainbow. It was fine. But that's not even really what I want to talk about. So the dive, the Christmas piggy was fine. That was cool. And we go upstairs afterwards for a drink because they gave, they gave Becky a voucher because it was her birthday. Um, which oh, is nice. Sweet. We go upstairs and we're sitting in just the now the normal rock bar. Okay. And Riley, they were playing banger after banger in this place yeah but of all musical stylings okay so they'd be like kendrick lamar or into childish gambino and you'd be like okay fine we're doing yeah. rap fine yeah, yeah. then yeah, it'd be fine. like abba and you're like okay well dancing queen's a bop i guess it's fine and then it'd be like oh, yeah, there's Enter- no there's no live or there's no, there. like, music no. venue well no there's no music venue where you're not gonna like dancing queen isn't gonna get people up and about like that's fine right, dancing queen is a th- classic but then they're like, enter Sandman. I'm like, okay, that's a turn. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then they're back to a second Childish Gambino song. They play like Bonfire. I'm like, this isn't even one of those more famous songs. And then it was straight into like, Jesus of Suburbia, full version. And I was like, this is like a nine minute song. <laughs> like, this, do you know what this reminds me of? So th- there was a, a place that I used to go. I have very many fond memories of this uh, of this place in, in Melbourne. Uh, it's not there anymore. It, it was called Bimbo, right? Bimbo's. Bimbo okay. Deluxe. And... I'll tell you a bunch of things about it, Dennis, and I'll let you decide which... I'll let you guess, as someone who knows me very well. It's going to be hard, mm-hmm, but I'll let mm-hmm. you guess which one of the things about it was the one that made me always come back to it, right? Okay. So it was this sort of like very deliberately like kind of dirty dive bar. It had a beautiful outdoor courtyard, lovely place to have, have your lunch on the um, during a sunny day. At night, it had more of a club-y type of feel. There'd be DJs and dancing. They sort of pushed uh, all the chairs and tables away for, for a dance floor. Um, they had a bunch of like specially flavored vodkas, like they had inf- vodka infusions that you could go and get like really, really yep. weird vodka flavors, right? Uh, the pizzas were four dollars. The um, there were there it is. Uh, that was it. That was it. I found it. That was it. <laughs> four dollar pizzas, dude, and they were so good as well. You get a Caesar salad pizza for four bucks. Well, that's you disgusting. Get, you, you know what you said? Don't cook fruit. Don't cook. Don't cook lettuce. No, 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 no. No, what it was. So it was a it was a, a pizza base. With uh-huh. um, a sort of creamy sauce, bacon, egg, right, anchovies, um, and then that would be cooked, and then it would be taken egg out, and anchovies. Your mom lets you have egg and anchovies and anchovies. Um, uh, take it out of the oven, and then put a bunch of cos lettuce and um, uh, and parmesan cheese. So it was essentially it was a Caesar salad served on one enormous crouton, right? One yeah, big round flat yeah. crouton. I um, remember they, being they had, at, a, they had like, at an event. They, they had halloumi. 
pizzas, right? And halloumi is an expensive cheese. They had this pizza was covered in halloumi. Way more than $4 worth of halloumi on the pizza. I don't know how they made money. The halloumi pizza's a last leader. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there was something about this bar that, I, that reminds me of what you told me. So I'll, I'll come back to that because you said you were going to say something. You sound like you had something to jump in with. Oh, it was just that um, it was about the Caesar salad pizza. I remember being at an event with you once where it, it was, I think it was in Copenhagen. Mm. And we had like a staff dinner and they had they put out all these like hors d'oeuvres and like these little picky bits and stuff. And all of mm. it was like random weird Scandinavian food that Riley would never eat. Mm-mm-mm. except for these little glasses like little columns of Caesar salad I remember watching you pick one up pick the bacon out of the bottom throw it away and eat like seven of them like that and that was your dinner <laughs> that's not true I would have eaten the lettuce I love a Caesar salad dude but yes I do get very unapologetically picky when I when it comes to certain foods anyway bimbos they tried this thing for I would say a week and a half before they realized this is the worst idea in the world this was before Spotify uh, what it was okay. was it was an app that you downloaded on your phone and it le- it was like a jukebox app. And oh, I can already could, see where this is going. You could play music on your phone, right? You could up basically. I guess it was like upload it to the to the jukebox app, right? That's insane. And so to begin with, it was great. I would put on the music that I liked, and then I would think, wouldn't it be funny to make everyone listen to the Richard Cheese version of this song, right? Or you know, Minecraft menu music ten hour version, <laughs> like, well, and, and that's what people started figuring out is that there was no upper limit to how long you could put so yeah. i i put an episode of my brother my brother and me on just to see how long it would <laughs> you could have put a put a put us on half our history or put us up on there dude oh this is way this is way before this is like 2010 man this is way before any oh of that sort God. of thing Anyway, so I put I was putting like podcasts ridiculous stuff on. Anyway, what they what their defense mechanism to that was because obviously they could override it is they would put um you know DJ whatever 10 hour mix on in order to just yep. completely shut down the jukebox but they the thing is they printed posters had them all over the venue of like mm-hmm. oh, your bimbo jukebox play you, your DJ. music yeah exactly and then they realized within i would say a week and a half this is a terrible idea and i asked i asked someone about it at the bar i was like oh i used to have this thing it's like yeah these idiots used to keep playing music. it's just awful like they kept playing they kept playing richard cheese and we were just sick of it so Ooh. we got rid of them. like oh those oh who ruined it <laughs> We had a similar we had a similar thing. So we left the Christmas bar and, okay. at, and we were like we have to go out to dinner and then we were going to come say, back. Sorry, and that, that's why I brought the story. It sounds like that was the situation at the bar when we're going from Enter Sandman to Kendrick Lamar. Or no, no. So it this sounds is a curated like it was, list curated by the staff, which is about, just a, which is about, a chaotic jukebox. Wow, that's about to become important because we were leaving because yeah. we had yeah. to go to dinner. And we're like, oh, we'll come back and drink in the normal bar with this veggie we got or whatever. And we're leaving and they're playing Bulls on Parade, the Rage Against the Machine song. And Darren's like, oh, I love this song. Mm. And he's like, we got to come back here. We did dinner, we come back. We get a little bit leery. We've been drinking for a while. And actually, Darren grabs one of the staff members who's been like, you know, joking with us and cool. And he's like, are you the guy who controls the music? And the guy looks super smug and goes, yeah, man. It's my, it's my playlist. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Huh? Pretty sick. Yeah. And Darren goes, can you put, can you run, dude, we were here earlier and we missed it. Can you run Bulls on Parade again? And he's like, I got you, brother. Don't worry about it. And we're like, sick. And then a half hour goes by. 45 minutes goes by. No Bulls on Parade bunch of other random green day abba songs or whatever yeah, yeah yeah and darren's like where's my bulls dude and he goes it's coming it's coming it's coming oh, and I now doing, in, the, in the pre-show in the pre-show on the um for this episode patreon.com slash i listen to this we're talking about always sunny and i've never seen anyone turn more into dennis reynolds than darren in this time because every time a song would come on it doesn't yeah. matter if you like the song if that song wasn't balls on parade he'd like he'd steam yeah. inside very much like you ever seen a storm willie 
You're having a storm of fists <laughs> raining down upon you. I'm a five-star and man. I'm a five-star five star man. man. Yeah. And he's spewing, dude. And this time goes by, and eventually Darren goes up to the bar. Every time this guy walks past, Darren's like, you! And the guy, like, yeah. runs away. Yeah. No, oh, he knows. And he knows there's a storm coming now. Eventually, goes up and he's like, what the hell? What happened? And he's like, I'm sorry. I don't actually control the playlist. The guy lied. Oh, my god. To seem cool. Yeah. Clout chasing. And Darren just blows his lid and is like, you're a phony! You're yeah. a phony! And I was like, he's, I've never heard not- anybody call someone a phony before. <laughs> This guy's not a five-star man. Let me tell you that. He's not a five-star man. And he, he was so mad. He was like, yeah, I called this guy. We called this guy a phony and then left the bar. See, what I thought he might have been do- doing, I thought he might have been like, I know, I'm going to get these guys drinking all night. I'm going to just, I'm going to be cleaning yeah. up on tips while they're yeah, sitting yeah. there for an hour and a half waiting for this song. I'll, I'm not going to play it until I'm ready, until I'm good and ready. These, these, these Irish, you know, you know what the Irish, they don't say about the Irish. You know, in terms of your capacity for drinking alcohol, he was going to make a mint off you. That's what that, I thought that was what his plan was. Absolutely, no, no, no. He just wanted to sing cool in front of the hip customers. Yeah, in, in front of the cool guys the who cool came in guys. and asked for rage against the machine. And he, I, I just love the idea of Darren leaning across the bar, being like, "You're a phony." You're a phony. It's just, it's very Dennis Reynolds to me calling someone a phony. It's a very fifties thing as well to be called a phony. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like it's, it's a half sort of, step from jabroni. It's an insult that that we don't hear too much these days. No, um, but yeah, I don't think you would have enjoyed the the Christmas speakeasy. Uh, um, no. Not least of all because you wouldn't like you know the eggnog and stuff. But also all Christmas songs, a big screen with a, a big TV with a with a with a ten hour loop with a log fire on no. it, you know. Oh, that's fine. I don't mind that part. Do, do, do you know the Christmas music really does? It, it really bothers me. Megan and I went out for dinner last night. Went to a burger place. It was really. It was actually really some of the best fried chicken I've ever had. It was really really good. But Christmas music through like it's bad enough, but through tinny speakers in an outdoor setting, it's just like it's so. Oh man, it's it's it just great, and at the supermarket as well, it's all Christmas music when you're going through and trying to you know buy your your, your barbecue shapes and stuff. It's just, it I can't be the only one. I mean, even people who like Christmas, surely tinny Christmas music in every shop you go well, into. Well, tinny anything that isn't okay go, which was intended to be tinny, I guess, it doesn't oh, count. There's no good. Joe you know is also having some. I mean, she loves Christmas, right? Megan not feeling mm-hmm. it this year. I think the I think it's the weather, dude. I think it's the fact that things. it's warm it's, there it's, now. Yeah. One, one is definitely the weather. The second is that she, you know, lives with the world's biggest, <laughs> biggest Scrooge. Um, you actually, I meant, I meant to say to you. So mm. I know you obviously don't have plans for um, uh, Christmas Day, but are you busy Christmas Eve? To are you? Do you plan to still like descend on Whoville and steal the presents out from under the trees and stuff? Is oh yeah, I'll be the doing that. That's that's been on my calendar for months. Don't worry that, about that. That man. is a very appropriate costume because Megan does look a bit like a Doctor Seuss character. <laughs> wow. All right. Okay. I now we need to have a chat about that. Which what the, what the Lorax? What are you talking about? No, you talked to me before how she has like the little doctor. The little, I suppose Doctor Who, the little like Doctor Seuss nose because she's like a pointy uppy nose. She does have a pointy uppy nose, I guess. Yeah. yeah, and she did her hair in a little in a little like spool, and you went as the Grinch. I think that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, but when you say like okay, but when you say that, I imagine you think that Megan looks like the cat in the hat, like Hop on Pop. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I think she looks a bit like a Who, like a Who she from look Whoville. Like thing one or Thing two, you know? Oh no, okay. Um, no, I meant a Who. Did I tell you, Nikki, when she was a kid, got brought to Doctor Seussland? I didn't even realize Doctor Seussland was a thing. Where is that? I think it's at Universal Studios. 
Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, and her mum brought her around when she was like, I don't know, four or something. Oh, it's a pretty robust and- IP. I could see them getting some good <laughs> mileage out of the stuff that he created, yeah. Well, here's the problem is that Nikki had never been read or had read oh, a well, Dr. Okay. Seuss book. <laughs> That's a bit so, of a wasted experience. So, well, it was just wasted. It's just a world of untold horror at that stage. It's just, it's actually just complete. Do you know, he, here's something funny. I remember some of the illustrations from mm-hmm. Dr. Seuss's books filling me with a level of dread as a kid. And I, I always found it very difficult to understand why. Books like the Lorax, right? Like, I remember the, I mean, obviously the Lorax has this story about the environment, whatever else. But I remember. You know, seeing images of like a lone house sitting on a tree surrounded by cut down um, trees, like the the stumps of them and finding that very dread, dread, like there's a sense of dread in that. But the one that really got me was, I can't remember which one it was, but it's when there's like an almost labyrinthine city and it's sort mm-hmm. of, it's almost MC Escher-like in terms of its geometry and it doesn't make any sense and there's no one in it. And I remember looking at that and feeling very unsettled by that as, as a kid. There is an element of some almost like Lovecraftian horror. It is a little, yeah, and everyone's kind of like long and stretchy and distorted and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. There is an oh, there is an otherworldly. I I think, I do think that Doctor Seuss is uh is a couple only a couple shades away from a, a really bad trip. Yeah, I think that it, it always has the, the there is the it is just not quite. It's not Uncanny Valley, but it's not quite. It's it's not quite. Uh, tethered to reality enough to be like, yeah, this is this is solid. By the way, Lovecraftian. I, I just reminded myself, Lovecraftian horror and Doctor Seuss. There is actually a very strong link between the two because someone has done the Call of Cthulhu in the style of Doctor Seuss, like rhyming and everything with, with rhyming and the and the illustrations and everything. That's brilliant. It's that's, it's that, that's it's a match made in, he- in hell. Maybe it's more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that's certainly not a match made in heaven. But like um, you're no, right though. So imagine attending Doctor Seuss Land with no additional context, knowing not knowing that that's the cat in the hat. Those are yes. the people what hop on pop. Yes, and yeah, they're just yeah. these otherworldly, big, sort of like furry, abominable snowmen type creatures. Yeah, looming over you. Like that would be terrifying. And as a, as a consequence, Nikki's like, I hate Doctor Seuss. It's terrifying. I'm like, you know what? Fair enough. Well, don't get her H.P. Lovecraft's Call of Cthulhu for Beginning Readers by R.J. Ivankovich. The most merciful thing in the world, I believe, is humanity's failure to fully conceive of the cosmical horrors we've yet to reveal and which up to now I have tried to conceal. Like, it's full of... It's the... There's a... Ivankovich is definitely from my neck of the woods, by the sounds of it. Hang on. Well, with a name like that. Oh, yeah. There's a name for that rhyming scheme. Um uh, the poetic meter. It is called anapestic anapestic tetrameter. Tetrameter. Anapestic tetrameter. Tetrameter. I don't know how to say it. Tetrameter. Yeah. Yeah, but it's pa 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 pa. And today, the great Yertle, the marvelous he, is king of the mud. That uh, that is all he can see, like that. I want to figure out where R.J. Vankovich is from. Yeah, well, um, he's written two books. It seems. H.P. Lovecraft calls him from being as soon as Dennis gets a sniff of someone from Eastern Europe, he's like, oh, maybe they're my uncle. It happens to me, it's never that they're my uncle, but like often um, if I encounter someone in a shop or like someone's like working in a restaurant and like I hear a server come up and they'll be like, hello, and they'll speak with an accent. I'm like, oh, I bet you're Yugoslavian. Mm-hmm. And nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, the U- the Yugo radar is corrected. Yeah. you. T- I mean, you, I remember that uh, the, you tweeted about it after we left, after you left Germany, the fact that you went and sat down in the airport. Oh, dropping the sleeper bar. agent hints. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, saying thank, to, thank you to him in Croatian, like uh, like the end of the Great Escape, hoping that Very he Very Hail Hydra, and, yeah. And notice he did. Exactly right, yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, oh. how did we get onto Dr. Seuss? What were we talking about, dude? 
we're talking about the weird dive bar, the Christmas stuff, and I, I called you the Grinch, and I said, "Oh, Doctor Who." That's right there. I have a question, follow up question. Uh, Riley Knight here, Dennis. Thanks for your time. Um, you have to say the you have to say the newspaper you're from. Riley Knight, have listened to this. Riley Knight, have listened to this. Dennis, uh, Mr. Straniak, thanks for your time. Any comment uh, you want to make about the cost of entry to this speakeasy? Because not only did you get goodie bags and like bottomless, so it was. I think it was something like. Uh, maybe 25 a person and you got a drink a yeah. goodie bag the goodie bag was mostly like tatty stuff to be honest yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but they gave becky a 30 pound voucher mm. and six coupons for free shots that's pretty good you, it you was can pretty get some good, generous you should wherever you live uh whichever city you live in you should you should look for you should just google free stuff on my birthday in Dublin or whatever. I remember on one of my birthdays, which I shared with an, an, another guy that I used to uh, be friends with, we had the same birthday. And so one one birthday we decided we were just going to go around and get as many free things for our birthday as Love possible. It. And, it, and it was very fun going in because like, I'd be like, oh, it's my birthday. They're like, oh, great. Okay. You're entitled to like a free hot chocolate with whatever. And then I'd be like, it's his birthday too. And they'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. Uh, like, okay, no, no. Yeah. no, it is. <laughs> Check our driver's license. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's really funny is that with mine, I'd had my driver's license over there looking at, yep, it's your birthday. That isn't suspicious. You were born today. That's not a weird thing. Me coming in with a mate who was also born that day, his ID got, it was put under a lot more scrutiny than mine every single time. That's so funny. I feel like, like I love, and I mentioned this before in the podcast, I love pull it, forcing that upon other people. Mm. So when you're at dinner and they're like, on a special occasion, just pick someone and go, oh, it's his birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's such a – and it doesn't have to be their birthday, but especially at a place oh, where Oh, no, it's way better if it isn't. Way better no, if it of isn't. Course. Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. do it to my friend Andy. Every time we go out to dinner, oh, yeah, it's Andy's birthday. And the stuff will always be like hey, – well, like one of us always go around and stuff like, hey, could you put a candle in his dessert? Like we'll yeah, pay for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Happy birthday. <laughs> you, you pick the person who hates it the most, which is Andy, <laughs> not close. And they put it down and every time Andy's like, oh – Thanks, guys. It's crazy. Yeah. It feels like my birthday was just last week. Has <laughs> come round again. <laughs> but the funny thing is, because if someone starts denying it, right, it just looks like they don't want a fuss to be made of them, which makes it even more fun when you. Oh make yeah, a that's fuss totally fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like no, 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 no. Don't. It's like no, no, no. Of course, we're happy to do it. It's not. It's not a problem. It's not a bother. We just want you to be. A, yeah, that's that's really. I'm going to start doing that more often, dude. I would. I wish you'd been there in that dive bar to do. Like, oh, can we play some Decemberists? Actually, um, I want to kind of like. So this is this is great track. Uh, do you have any um? What's that? It's a National Post. What's that other? The National. What's yeah, that the other National Death Cab thing? The National Post. Yeah, that's my favorite band. The National Post. What's the one National Post. Uh, no, the Postal Service. The Postal Service. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was yeah. outrageous for saying the National yeah, Post. My yeah, mistake. Do you know why they call themselves the Postal Service? This is so boring. This is such bad content. <laughs> why do they call because they, why, right they that, have listeners, why do they call them uh, the Postal Service? Because they used to send each other like updated demos and tracks and stuff that they're working on via the Postal Service. Because this is back like I don't know. I guess before the internet was this is back when you know you're on dial up, and if he wanted if they wanted to send over tracks to each other, it would take it was the sort of thing you had to leave it on download overnight and hope your dad didn't get a phone call. Otherwise, the LimeWire Pro download would be uh, <laughs> would be interrupted. Even today, there is still a volume of terabytes or whatever where courier is the fastest way to transfer. That's still true. Oh yeah. How big? It must be pretty big. It must be pretty big, but um, cables only have certain bandwidth. Like literal cables only have certain literal thickness. Okay. All right. Well, I guess, yeah, if you're transferring petabytes of data to each other, but I don't think the Postal Service ever got that Do you think the Postal Service masters are that big? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. 
Dennis, I want to talk to you about something. I want to, I want to get you. Okay. I want to take your temperature on this because I'm trying to figure out where I stand on this issue. Right? What do you okay. think of vanity plates, like custom number plates? I think I have a definitive opinion on this. A definitive opinion. Can you can you get them in Ireland? I've actually never seen you them in. Can I've never seen them in, can, in yeah. the EU. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a context here, which I think will spoil my opinion on the, on the whole concept. Okay. I, I'm leaning. I think. I think you're not going to like them. You were correct. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, license plates here in Ireland are pretty regulated, and mm-hmm. you know, and we don't have different. We have different codes and stuff, which we'll get into in a bit. I'm sure. But there's two fonts they can come in, Riley. Okay. I'm just going to look there's, these up to aid me in my, uh, my Yeah, let me Irish see actually there's a name on them. Number Ireland plates. license plate fonts. Ireland license plate fonts. So Irish, number plates, fonts. Irish number plates look broadly speaking like most other European... European countries, yeah. They're, they're long. They're really long. They've got eight? Mm. Eight digits? Yep. They've added, they added a bonus one. So here's two. So there's the default font and then the newer font. The newer font okay. I hate. Disgusting. Yeah, right. Only part, mostly because it's different, and the purpose of these is legibility. So why would you have different fonts? Yeah, which right. takes me on to my why I don't like vanity plates. Okay. Although I guess vanity plates, are, if if you're like if you see someone commit a crime and you want to remember the license plate, if it says butthole instead of two one one d one four six, it's probably easy to remember. Um. So yeah, Irish license plate Riley. All I'll have the EU IRL thing on the left, just like all European countries. They have some. They have their country code there, right? It's just yeah. So there's the there's the EU. For those of you who don't know, there's a little EU flag, and then then underneath underneath that there is the letters IRL, just to remind you that you are driving on an actual real road. You're not playing Grand Theft Auto. You are in yeah. IRL. So you are sure IRL you exactly. <laughs> driving safely. Yep. So Riley, on the license plate you're seeing, what do you see? Oh, sorry. The real reason for that is because that's for Ireland, and they can't have Correct. the letter I because presumably that's Iceland. They can't have the letter E for Ia because that's Spain, Espana. Uh, kind of R because that's Romania. <laughs> so they yeah. had to put three letters in. Anyway, go on. Uh, what, what what are the numbers you see on the license plate you're looking at? So the ones that I'm looking at, it goes letter, it goes number number letter, or maybe letter letter, mm-hmm. and then number 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 number, which is ridiculous. Yes. It annoys me so, so much. Put more letters in there because then you don't need as many numbers. There are 26 can you bits out, can you to each what digit. What the components with of it are? Uh, it goes number, number, and then the letters, I assume, are counties. Correct. Yeah, so D is Dublin, and then above yep. that it's got Baila Athacleath. Yeah. Which is, I assume, Irish for... No, I know that's Irish for Dublin, right? It is. Yeah. I think it's like City of Grey Stones or something like that. City of Grand Stones. Yeah. Uh, well, no, hang on. It has to be Blackpool. Dublin's Blackpool. So I don't okay. Know. Um, but the first two numbers, Riley, are the year. But I've got one in front of me from CRI or Kiara here. Oh, Kerry, okay. Kerry. That's 151. Yeah. So what do you think that means? I don't know. There's not 151 months in the year. What the hell? So what here's, the, here's the ploy, Riley. Go on. People in the back half of the year... Yeah, would be reluctant to buy a car, a new car, because you'd yeah. want to just wait until January for it to have a sixteen reg. In that case, okay, right? yeah. Instead so of 15, so one five one, yeah, means it was sold in twenty fifteen, in the first half of the year. One five two means it was in the second half of the year. This is absurd. That is only introduced to boost car sales in the back half of the year. 
It's to prove that you bought it in the second half of the year. So if it says one five two, that this is the most absurd. Why is this on a number plates aren't meant to convey information. It's just an identification it, tag. Yeah. No, they're supposed to supposed to convey some information. I think having the year on there is fine. It's because weird. the year also helps narrow it down. Anyway. No, but you don't. I would, but why have that on the actual plate itself? Just have the little sticker on it or something. Like you don't need because it means to be- when you're buying a car at a glance, you can look at what year. But you can just you, okay on a slightly closer glance, you can see that all Australian number plates. I think are six letters or numbers. That's it, right? This is like ABC one two three or one two three ABC. Oh, these are much short. These are much shorter. Oh, they come yeah. in a wide variety of colors. Well, though. Well, we've got eight different states and territories. Of course, everyone has its own one. Well, we've Obviously. got we've got twenty six counties, right? They all look the same. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the the the, U, the EU number plates are broadly standardised across the entire continent. Yeah. I would say, yeah. um, obviously, the New South Wales number plate is horrific. It is bright yellow with black letters. Uh, the Victorian number, yeah. Victorian number plate, obviously, the superior one. It is dark, a, a very classy, very tasteful dark blue on a on a I white. I quite background. like the Queensland one. Well, thank you very much. Yes, the Queensland white obviously. On black. Well, I know that it's maroon, and I, you're not going to get me on that one. I've been told. I'm not joking. It looks in this number plate. It says QLD, and then it has a white on black. Oh, that might be. That's that is Dennis. That is probably to bring us back to what we started talking about. That is probably a custom number plate. What? Hang on. No, hang on. Hang on. No, no. Queensland. There is a maroon one. Yeah. Yeah, if it says Queensland Sunshine State, that's the customer number plate. So in Queensland, in, in most states in Australia... Oh, yeah, this, you've, this is maroon. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, You've got several options when it comes to your custom plates. You can just get a fancy version of the plate that you have. So if your plate is ABC123, you can get a white on black or a black on white or one that looks a little bit fancy. You can get like a little decal on it or something like that. Very inexpensive, about $200. If you want... Yeah, there's a little... There looks like there's official... Oh, there's a space-themed one. Yes, you can get ones with a guy surfing. You can get ones with flowers. You can get a guy with, one with a guy on a horse. Like there's all sorts of different ones, right? You can get like that. You're not allowed to have any of this stuff in our <laughs> in, at, at the next price level, right, uh, I think it starts at 500 you get to pick what goes on it, right? So you could have, for example, DNS 06. Obviously, provided, provided it's available. Right, yeah, exactly, right? And again, you can have it styled however you want. Then you can get, which this is my favorite thing about Australian number plates, you can get European-style number plates. You know the number plates that you get for free, Dennis? Uh-huh. They cost $750 here. So instead of, you get for example- digits? No, 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 no. It's still oh. it's still the same number of digits. But you know how you've got little IRL next to yours? Does it, you get an Oz one? You get a Q for Queensland. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Right? And then it's got like the little Queensland coat of arms on it. They look really, really cool. They do look really cool. But you can pick the letters So would you want that and then maybe an RDK? RDK? For your name. Riley, what? Oh, uh, you mean, I've got two middle names, RMDK. But I couldn't have yeah, that, right? Because right, you can only have three letters. If you want more than three letters, if you want something like, I don't know, the fact, my, my all-time favorite number plate that I've ever seen on any Australian road is just the word snails, which I thought, I don't know why. It just I just loved it. For some, I just drove past a car, it was bright green, and it had a bright green number plate, and it said snails. And I just thought that was so good. That would have cost that person $2,500. Whoa, that's a big jump. It's huge. To go from like an actual custom, like there's, there's a guy who who lives on the Sunshine Coast, right? And you see him in his massive four-wheel drive and his number plate is Big Rig, right? Cool. And he paid $2,500 for that number plate, Big Rig, to go with his, what is, Dennis, in all honesty, quite a large rig. It is, in his defense, a big rig, yes. It is a big rig. It's a well-chosen one. But- would you get a number plate, Dennis? And if so, what would you, would you get a custom number plate? And if so, what would it be? 
Well, I've just seen someone here on numberplates.com.au mm. with a single letter. Oh, th- th- they cost thousands and thousands and thousands. A very famous That's number plate. Sick, the, number, the number plate 10 went up for auction in Victoria a couple of years ago and it sold for, I think, either 100 I know there's a big gap between these two things, but either $100,000 or literally a million dollars. Jesus. Yeah. 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 I don't think I, I don't think I would spring for it. I mean, I don't I'm not a car person anyway. No. I don't really care about cars. So I certainly don't care about what the tiny bit of legalese that sits on the on my car's butt says. Do you know the problem That's I'm not, having? Go ahead. The problem I'm having is I kinda do want a custom number plate because they are kind of cool and I could have something on there. Obviously I'm not gonna well, say what it is. <laughs> I'm not gonna say because if I end up. How custom? It. No, tell me exactly what it would be. <laughs> but the problem that I'm having here is that you know, when I used to stream and whenever I talk to anyone about video games, including you, right? Like, I've lambasted you for spending $5 on a League of Legends yeah. skin, right? Yeah. So, for me to get a custom number plate would be That's indefensible. Skin, yeah. Indefensible, especially one that costs, what, several orders of magnitude more than a League of Legends skin. If I spent $500 on a number plate, how could I ever look you in the eye again for uh, after having, you know, relentlessly mocked you for spending $5 on a League skin? It would be pretty wildly hypocritical. I won't yeah. lie. Have you seen this? Um, speaking of license plates, and now we're talking. Now moving to covering up license plates. Have you seen? This? I get TikTok ads for this product all the time, right? Yeah. It's a little leaf, or it looks like a leaf. It's I think it's made of plastic. Okay. Right? It's probably made of metal, and it's got a magnet in it, right? Yeah. And you stick one or two of them on your license plate to obscure it. Okay. Well, that's that has to be illegal. It is illegal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, so why are these products being people, sold? Because then people don't want people don't want to get caught speeding. They don't want to slow down, but they don't want to get caught speeding. Um, but, by like an auto, uh, automatic camera and stuff, right? And oh, then and so <clears throat> they're leaves, so they look like it's just like debris Plausible or leaf denial, litter. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, I didn't know there were leaves on my th- right. That's I don't. I hate that. I I and hate that. The, you have a fob in your car. Yeah. So that, that if you click it, it demag- it turns off the magnet because it's a little powered magnet and it just falls off. And then so just if fall a police off. officer pulls you over, you go boop and it's gone. And they just fall off. Now all That's, the comments are like, the, the, all, all the comments are like, police officer holding two plastic leaves at your side window. Uh, what are these? <laughs> um, <laughs> That's I, I, I honestly hate that. I think that's awful. I hate it too. It's like one time. Just, people saw that. People saw that spray that you can put on your license plate to make it super reflective, so that yeah. you, you can see it with the naked eye, but it won't show up in a camera. One time, uh, I went horse riding with Megan, and obviously you have to wear safety gear when you're on a horse. Uh, like if you're so a do helmet. the horses have custom license plates? Do they get to pick? Or? <laughs> <laughs> they do, yeah. It's just a lot of. It's a lot of. Uh, I can't think of a good gag. I was going to go like a lot of the word nay and whinny, but I don't know. I, I, I think do I need, love. I love I that. Time I love when you start talking, being like, "Ah, the punchline will come to me mid sentence." <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to cash this check that my tongue is currently <laughs> writing. No, but um, Megan gave me a reflective vest to wear, and I was like, "Yeah, fair enough." And then I went to put it on, and it said, "Right, the the, the it said." I'll tell you the the full sentence, right, and then mm-hmm. I'll we'll get into why I didn't like it. Um, polite reminder. Please slow down, right? And you might look at that, that go, on oh. the back. Yeah, on the back, it just said "polite reminder." Please slow down. And I was like, okay. In and of itself, there's no issue there. You obviously don't want cars zooming past horses; they get spooked, they can yeah. lead to injury, whatever else. Except the word "polite" was very deliberately chosen because it was in much larger font than the rest of the thing, and on a black background in white writing, and there was a checkerboard pattern around the hem of the uh, of of the high vis vest. So at a glance, it looked very, very similar to a 
police vest. police i was wondering i was like why doesn't this just say reminder slow down or just slow down or, or just, just slow, slow down yeah exactly no but it was it is it, it's designed in the split second Very that a driver nice. looks at it no i hate that <gasps> yeah i hate I, that I, I, it's, I, it's, it's it, but that has that has that has altruistic intentions no it's wrong it's just it's just impersonating the cops i i see the leaf is I'm going to break the law, I'm not going to slow down, and coppers aren't going to catch me. What yeah. do I need next? A license to drive my toaster? I understand. That's crappy. This is, hey, stop being dicks around horses. I think, I think I'm okay with that. So the ends justify the means for Dennis, everyone. There you go. There you go. I'll still, yeah, I think broadly, a lot of the time, yeah. In, where the means are making a sticker that looks a bit like a policeman. Yeah, I think that's fine. I didn't like it. Um, just I'm not saying case- I love it. I think it's fine. Just in case this segment didn't have legs and we didn't get enough out of license plate chat, and I feel like we are kind of approaching that, I did look up funny license plates, and I'd like to share some of them with you now. <laughs> okay, hit me. <laughs> so there's a smart car. I'm looking at this picture. Uh-huh. It's a, re- a little red smart mm-hmm. car that's crammed in between two cars. Like, it's, this is not a parking space that this thing has been put into. You know a smart yeah, car, like the really tiny one? It's license I'd plate. Love, I love a smart car that you could you could disembark from for, through the back, right? So you don't, have to be, you don't have to be able to open the door. Or through the roof, you know? Just, yeah, just like a, get out of like a like a tennis alley. Like it's a fire. Like it's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> the license plate is. Oh, I fit. Nice. Very good. I very think that's good, very good. good. Um, there's another one here. This this one comes from Norway. I didn't realize you could get custom li- license plates in in the EU. Oh, I guess Norway's not part of the EU, so. but they do they do have um, EU style number plates. Uh, it's a driving school, right? So it's mm-hmm. it's one of those cars that has that presumably has the pedals on both sides. Um, yep. The the license plate is noob. Very good. I think Very good. I think that's really, really good. There's a really expensive sports car. I don't know what type of car it is. It, it, it's the one, the, the logo is like two flags. It looks like a Ferrari. Big, I know it's not a Ferrari, big, but it looks big, like a Ferrari. Big petrol heads, Riley and I, as you can tell, I'm sure. Uh, the license plate is zero kids. <laughs> okay, no kids, du- no kids dual income household. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, really, really good. Uh, there's one here of a, 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 a it's an, a, this is a Chevy Impala. I don't know what kind of car it is, but it, it's an Impala, right? It's tame. It's tame Impala. Right? No, um, it's even better. It's Vlad. The, it's Vlad the Impala. The, the license plate. Very is good. Vlad the, <laughs> which I thought was really oh, funny. I like that a lot. Um, another one here, Ontario. So this one's in Canada. The number plate is just sorry. Because it's just an O. No, just sorry, just can't like can't. Oh, it's just it's just sorry. Just the word yeah, sorry, yeah. which I quite like. But my favorite on this list was uh, was one. It's a hearse, uh, and the license plate is the letter U, and then the letter R, and then the word next. Mm. You're next. Mm. Oh, that's very good. Mm. Oh, that's, that's very very that's good. Ominous. <laughs> yep. So oh, those boy. those license plates, Dennis. Do they get you any closer to appreciating vanity plate, or are you just still out on them? I don't think I don't think it's worth it. I think the couple of the ones that get put in the BuzzFeed article, yeah, what make me what that make me chuckle, yes, are good. I think the well, I think so. I think the top two percent of customized plates are funny, Genius. and the bottom ninety eight is reprehensible, and therefore shouldn't yeah. be. It's not worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there was a there's a famous sketch, uh, the comedy group, the Chaser, right from Australia, political satirist group. Them, yeah. They did a thing where they went around, they dressed up this guy. I guess I shouldn't be laughing at this, considering that I was saying that you shouldn't impersonate cops. But they dressed up the guys as a parking inspector, like as a ticket inspector. Okay, cool, that's fine. Yeah, like that. no problem. Yeah, but riding polite on a vest is no, that's so. the other question. But he went around posing as a traffic warden and would stop people with custom license plates and give them tickets for them not being funny or being douchey, just being knobheads. Yeah, yeah, for being like, sorry, mate, it's a fifty dollar fine. You've obviously gone for something that's you. You think it's funny? It's not. And uh, yeah, so he's a fifty dollar fine. And the people are just like. <laughs> 
what is this? Why didn't they tell me when I registered? What, what the hell? How can I be fined for it now? Are they going to tell me? He's like, sorry, mate. I'm just doing my job. And some people just tried to pay the fine on the spot, which I thought was so good. That sounds like a business idea, dude. I love the idea that there's no collaboration between the police and the register office where you do it. Where they're like, they're, they're like can I have this? And they're like, yeah, no problem. And then the yeah. police sting you for it. It's like, they didn't tell me. It's like, not their job to tell you. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like they, they just, they just wait. They wait at the, uh, at the end exit of the, uh, of the, the, the DMV or whatever. To catch to catch exactly. people that do the license plates. Yeah. Go on, sorry. Uh, Dave Mitchell does a bit on QI. We can probably we can probably wrap up on this where he talks about um, sign painters where they're like, oh, well, you can pay for the normal service or you can pay for the um, the, the 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 extra spell check you want, and I'll make sure everything's spelled right. And they go, no, no, I'm fine with the normal. And they go, okay, I'm going to paint the sign with exactly what you've written here, mm. and I know I'm going to come back here in three months' time because I'm confident I know how to spell the word accommodation, but I bet you don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and off it goes every time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Have a Listen to This, your uh, weekly dose of bite-sized nonsense with uh, Riley Knight and Dennis Trainiac. If you like the show, please tell your friends about it. If you didn't like it, I guess tell them anyway, but um, hopefully they download it and they like it. Or if they don't, those downloads show up just the same, to be honest. If you really like the show, you can head to patreon.com slash have a listen to this and support the show. Get the show a little bit early as well as some other exclusive perks and, you know, help us keep the lights and the mics on over here.